Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Tree L, founder of Tibby Talks, where we're going to be talking about personal, economic, and community development in our podcast as it relates to business branding and marketing and so on and so forth. We're going to include lifestyle, all of that in this podcast. So I'm really excited to all my listeners. Welcome back. We made it to episode three. Episode one, we talked about partnering with the future. Episode two, we talked about, what was episode two about again? Do y'all remember? Do y'all remember? No, seriously. Episode two, we were definitely talking about the do versus the mean. And then in episode three, we're going to be talking about value and pricing. Okay. So I want to open this up with a quote in my book that I'm currently reading right now by Guy Kowalski. It's called The Art of the Start 2.0. And um, as y'all know, I'm supposed to read it all the way through in grad school, but I read enough to answer questions. But now that I'm in a different position with um, um, in life and in my company, I decided to really indulge in it. And there was a quote that stuck out to me that I want to read to you all. It says to tell a story, right? And it says, people want more than information, okay? They're they're up to their eyeballs in information. So the quote is, they want faith. Faith in you, your product, your success, and in the story you tell. Faith, not facts, move the mountains. Guy better preach up in here because I know the type of faith that I have. It don't move the mountains, bro. It moves the entire earth. You hear me? So yes, meaningful stories inspire faith in you and your product. And that's all I'm going to read to you all. If y'all want to go ahead and get this book, do so on Amazon. I'll drop the link in my caption um, where you can definitely tune in and get these good nuggets and gems. I love this book. It's super relatable. It's not too deep where someone who doesn't have a, a marketing or business degree can't understand. It is very uh, very palatable for you all. So go ahead and check out that book by Guy Kowalski, Art of the Start 2.0 and be blessed, right? All right. So the quote is once again, they want faith in you, faith in your product, faith in your success and faith in your story. And this is how I want to open up about value, value, value as it pertains to creating value around your company, creating value around your business and your product and your services. So many of you all are like, well, how do you obtain value? So, um, I'm going I'm to kind of give you all just a little bit of information um, because there's an entire model that we use within our company that helps you find the value in your brand. And um, if you want to know more about that, then definitely book a session in a coaching session where we could definitely talk about that thing a little bit more in detail. But right now, I want to give you guys like the surface things. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about it. When it comes to value, people often uh, have their values surrounded by their title. Uh, their values are found in the amount of money that they make their salary, their hourly income, so on and so forth. And when business owners are uh, communicating their value, not only do they have to communicate the value of their product or service, that's also com- uh, communicated in the form of prices. How do you price your service? The difference between Gucci and uh Let's see, Steve Madden or or no, Michael Kors. The difference between Gucci and Michael Kors is the value, right? The value. And once again, in the beginning, I would like to share with you all that value is also perception. And something that you cannot do is change the perspective of someone as they are receiving and uh, getting the information and the intel that they're receiving from your company and your messages that you are producing from your company. So if I sit here and say that Gucci is more 
value than Michael Kors, that is a perception. That's not a fact. That's more of an opinion, right? Um, some people may feel that Michael Kors bags are better because they're more durable. The leather is this or whatever, whatever. While somebody may say that Gucci is better because Gucci is more expensive. At the end of the day, they're both bags. They both have the same purpose, but the perception and the value is up to the customer. So how do you communicate value in your brand and how do you have a price that is associated with your value where you're not being taken advantage of? I'm glad y'all asked that question because I had that question brought to me today in our meeting with our um, my coaching group that I meet with every two weeks um, in my milestones class. One of the girls was struggling. She was like, I attended pricing webinars and you know I attended two and, and they still didn't really give her what she was looking for. And I'm like, you know what? Can I just be a little transparent? Can I just be like dumb blunt? right here. Can I just tell you that you have to not associate your value with your pricing. Your pricing and your values are semi-correlated, but they're kind of not at the same time. People pay for what they want. People pay for what they want to to, to achieve. People do what they want to do based on value. What is value connected to? Is value connected to the pricing or is value connected to faith? If you chose option B, you are absolutely correct. People want to believe in you. People want to believe in your story, in your message. They want to know that they are supporting something that is so good, something that is going to change the way that they feel, something that's going to hit a deeper connection. So how do you build value in your company? How do you build value in your brand? You do that by focusing on connections, real connections, authentic connections. I'm talking about the connections that reaches the soul type of deal. You do that by exercising something that cannot be measured. And Money can be measured. Value and perception, it cannot. It cannot be measured. It's a measure based on the sole individual who is looking upon and gazing upon your product or your service or your message on social media. You feel me? So we're talking about value. We're talking about value. And like this page said in the book, value people, people associate value with value faith. If I have faith in your product, if I have faith in what you say, if I trust you, if I allow your your brand to guide me, everything you drop I want. Everything you say I'll believe because I have no reason not to because I have faith in you. That's when you can just start adjusting your prices and tweaking whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's what you really need to think and focus on when it comes down to setting your prices. Now, if we're talking money, since we're talking about value and I said pricing is included, pricing should be focused on your expertise. All right. You need to be knowledgeable in the things that you are, 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 are giving people. You need to be, I can't sit here and call myself a social media manager if I don't even have a social media page. You understand what I'm saying? I can't sit here and call myself a digital marketing strategist and all I did was watch YouTube tutorials and watch other people do something while I attended somebody how to be a social media manager course and scale your business class. Yes, I'm throwing shades. Yes, I'm throwing shots. I can't sit here and call myself a nothing if I don't have a level of expertise with it. Now, you can have expertise in your experience, which is number two. You have to be experienced. There's a reason why jobs are asking you how much level of experience do you have in this position. Oh, I just graduated from Arizona State with my digital marketing degree with my, 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 my graduate degree and yet I still can't get a job because I don't have enough expertise or experience. I have the expertise, but I don't have the experience. Do you understand what I'm saying? So because I don't have this experience, uh, 
uh, if I was a startup, I'd probably hire you. We can work together. But right now, I need somebody to fill the shoes of the person who was very experienced who left. All right. So don't feel no type of how when somebody is like, okay, I know you say you got a good product and a good service, and I know you may be an expert in this thing. However, I don't know your experience. You're not showing me nothing. You're not showing me your processes or something to show me the type of wisdom you've obtained in your experience. Once again, you need ex- expertise. You need uh, experience. And then you also need education education. You know what I'm saying? And, and you, you need to focus on that. You need to focus on the education factor. Get you some certifications, you know what I'm saying? Because apparently that's what the world likes to see. They want to see some certifications, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Shameless plug. I'm like, yo, do I need to tell you that I'm a black owned business if I'm black? And my name is on the paper. Do I really need to get a SWAM certification to let you know that I'm a small woman, my already known business, whatever, whatever, veteran own business if I got my DD-214? But people need certifications, you know what I'm saying? People want to know that you went through the process to become these things so that they can acknowledge it, so that they can, you know what I'm saying, do whatever they got to do. That's what education is for. Well, too, education also shows that you have expertise and an, uh, uh, an, an experience as well. But that's when you can start formulating your value, you know what I'm saying? That's when you can start really talking about your pricing and so on and so forth. Another thing I can share with you is think about your costs, all right? Something that I didn't focus on in the beginning of my company is costs, all right? I just was like, yo, I can do these skills. This is what I got. And I treated my business as if it was a freelancing company. I treated my business like me. I treated myself as the freelancer and attached Taggart Brandon LLC to it. That's mistake number one. That is numero uno. If I wanted to be an LLC, I mean, a, a freelancer, I would have just said my name is Tree L and I will brand myself as as a independent contractor, period. You know what I'm saying? But because I attached Tagger Branded LLC to it, this is telling me that no, you are not a freelancer. You're an actual company and act like such. Stop treating your business as the harlot and treat it like it is the virgin. Forgive me. I'm still using Bible parables here, but y'all, y'all gotta know my faith. You know what I'm saying? So I hope y'all, y'all ain't offended by that. And if I, if I've offended you, uh, Let's talk about it in my DMs or something, all right? So be, don't treat your business as if it's a harlot or a hoe, meaning that you're not pimping it out. You're not treating it as, a, as if it's not devaluable. We want to honor it. We want to make sure that it stays pure, that we keep and maintain its purity and its uh, uh, its value as, as such. If you're going to say you're a digital marketing and branding company, you need to be an expert in digital marketing and branding. You have to have experience. If you're going to say that you are a, uh, a esthetician or if you are a cosmetologist, or any type of something specialist, anything's in the ist world point of view. If you're going to call yourself a, a developer or a software engineer, if you're going to call yourself these titles, you have to honor the position and the and the weight of those titles. Meaning, you have to have experience, education, and expertise. That goes and factors into your pricing. Now, then you have to think once again of your overhead. How much is it costing you to run this company? Most start up small businesses or so on and so forth, they start and they go into the red. I have been in the red for a while, you guys. And I'm just like, well, how am I going to come up? How do I uh, uh, develop this company even the more? I got to change my prices because apparently I'm not factoring something, i.e. the the cost of living in my area. I'm, I may be missing the factoring 
factoring of how, uh, the the inflation rate. You know what I'm saying? I may be missing the the factor in now where I am now. I'm priced very well to maintain the cost of living of where I am and so on and so forth. But I had to adjust my pricing according to the positions that I am calling and that I'm I'm naming myself as. I don't care if I'm the only one operating Target branded or if I got a million employers uh, uh, employees. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is if you're going to operate your business, think about how much someone else would pay for you. Honestly speaking, I know with my level of expertise and knowledge how much I can make working a job somewhere else, right? Factor that in. Think about what it costs to hold that position down. And then multiply that or divide that by the amount of hours. Like there is so many ways that you can gauge your pricing. If people don't like how much you charge, they're not your audience. But maybe you can help people by sharing value. And this is why I tell you pricing cannot set your value of your company. I can sit here. Y'all can't see it, but I got a little cheap hat I bought off of Alibaba, AliExpress or something like that. And um, with this little cheap hat or whatever, I can sit here and say that it's a $3 hat. But if I put my touch to it, if I put my word or my mouth to it, I can tell somebody that this hat is worth uh, $9.99, you know what I'm saying? And if somebody know me and like me, be like, okay, she says it's worth $9.99, that's cool. I just made a $3 profit, so on and so forth. So you just kind of got to think about that. Once again, I use something key. I said my word, my word, my word is bond. My word is where faith is. People who have faith have faith in words. You understand what I'm saying? People who believe in what they believe in, they believe in it because there's words, there's language, Right. So what type of language, what type of word are you promoting? What type of value are you giving these people out here in these streets? Are you here just to shove me another product and telling me that this product is going to be better than the next product? I've created a product that is going to uh, I use the word sizzle words. I've created an extraordinary uh, or an extraordinary product that is guaranteed to uh, scale and beat the competition because of its innovation and technology that we use. Like, you know, I probably lost many of you all already, and I'm pretty sure you could think about a lot of companies that has done that to you. No, using sizzle words and all of those things cannot communicate value. Value is in authentic, uh, in authenticity. Value is in the amount of information and wealth that you give to the people that they can consume. Value is how people's lives are changed. If you want to price your pricing, think about the value that you are giving to the people. You hear me? When it comes down to this podcast, I want to make sure that I'm giving you valuable information that you can apply to your life, that it can change your life. I want you to start your company, whether you started in Target Branded field or you started in your own hands. I need to make sure that you have the right tools necessary to build a pop-in business, to build a thriving company, so on and so forth. And I I don't want to sit here and be all politically correct. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that I make this thing uh, uh, um, understandable to anybody who wants to start a business or want to start a brand. Pricing is key. You have to figure out what is your stuff worth? What is this product worth? I understand that these little glasses that I'm holding right now that y'all can't see may cost me $15.99. But if I buy it straight from the manufacturer, it's only $3.99. What you are paying for is the cost of labor. Don't forget about that in your pricing. How long does it take to perform a service like a web design? If I can insert a real story here with Target Branded. My very first website that I designed other than myself that I actually designed for a client, it was a $300 website. With this $300 website, I used Wix.com. This was back in 2018. And when I purchased the domain, 
um, the client was like, oh, they have a 50% promo code. So, um, can you use the 50% promo code and you know, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, well, dang, I had planned on using the 50% promo code anyway, because I could get a $150 profit. That was my mindset. So when she saw that there was a 50% promo code, I was like, dang, all right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So I'll just add on something else. You know what I'm saying? So you can get your $300 worth. But I realized that it costs way more in time, energy, and resources. I started looking at how I started using like Photoshop and so on and so forth to make this website pop. And for $300, I made negative thousands of dollars. She was happy, but I was hurt that she was picky or, you know, considering that that $300 was a lot for her at the time. And I'm like, like, I got four kids and everything. And I just, I just did you a favor. I made absolutely no money off of this website because I wasn't priced appropriately. I didn't recognize the labor it has, it took me to do certain things. Now, as I'm, I'm a web designer, web developer, whatever you would like to call me, I'm like, yo, I know how to move quickly, but that's because I have been proficient and diligent in learning shortcuts to make things happen. And so I'm not charging you by the hour anymore. I'm charging you a salaried rate. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not charging by the hour. I'll charge by the hour if my expertise wasn't well. But because I know the level of expertise and knowledge and understanding that comes with what I do, I have to charge you for my expertise. I have to charge you for my education. And I have to charge you for the labor it took for me to get to this point. There was something that I saw that my husband allowed me to read on Facebook a few months ago where there was a, a story where a man was like something was going on with the engine or something, some very very, uh, important, uh, piece of mechanical, uh, things, you know what I mean? Like an engine, something, something that goes to somewhere important. And someone, he hired one of the greatest, uh, he hired one of the greatest, uh, servicemen to come and check it out. And when the servicemen came and checked it out, he just used his hammer and knocked something out. And then he billed them like almost $20,000. And the man was like, what? Like, how, how come you, how are you charging me this amount of money when you only been here for one second? He was like, I'm not charging you for the second. I'm charging you for the 19 years of experience to know where to go to, to get to that point, to provide that solution. This is what I'm talking about. People, you need to provide value. And you also have to remember, like, listen here, I am not Joe Schmo. No offense to Joe Schmo's out there. But if you are conducting yourself as a company, as an LLC, sole proprietor, corporation, S Corp, C Corp, nonprofit, or if you are a legal organization you got to treat yourself as such you cannot treat your business like a harlot you cannot treat it like such you have to treat it like it's value value your time value what your story is and let the people believe it that's where the value is that way when i drop the next j's that come out i can get you these ones limited edition i'll pay a thousand dollars for them because my value is connected to them j's right there j's i'm gonna be honest j's drop i'm not phased the thing that that triggers me if you want to get to my heart is through technology Okay. If you want to get through my heart, it's through, through, through tech. Get me the latest gadget. That That's the key to my heart. I'm so serious. I told my husband, man, listen, he bought me my ring when we got married and everything. I lost my ring. I don't, I don't know. Jewelry is not my thing. I lost my, listen, I lost that ring for about two, three months. I had to buy me a little cheap little ring from Walmart. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I was like, because I don't value jewelry, but ask me where my iPhone at, ask me where my MacBook at. 
ask me what, well, if you ask me where my iPad at, I can't tell you my kids threw it in the trash. Like seriously, they told me they threw it in the trash. And, and, and so, yeah. So, but still I value technology because technology helps provide the solution to what I bring to the earth. That's what you have to consider. What type of solution going back to episode two that you bring to the earth, you know what I'm saying? Do it like that. Hey, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the logistics world, you know, economic world, we're talking about supply and demand. If you have a high supply the in the uh, if you have a low supply and the demand is high, you can charge high. So if you one of one doing what you do, <laughs> high demand, low supply, high. You feel me? If you just another product that's drop shipping, then you can be competitive. You know what I'm saying? But if you somebody who have a service based brand or somebody who believe in the value of their company, please price your company according to its value, according to what it means to power your company versus what you do. Episode two, I can I can tell you that I charge five thousand dollars for a five page website. Yes, why? And that's just currently. Um, why? Because for a five-page website, that's five pages of design. That's five pages of backlinks and five pages of SEOs and so on and so forth that comes included. That's five additional pages that will co- that five opportunities for someone to reach your website through the keywords that is used in your in your descriptors and your outtakes. Like, come on, don't play me. I know why I charge why I charge. I'm not just dragging and dropping over here. I'm dragging and developing systems that is guaranteed to bring you success organically. I know my value. I know my value and I know my worth and I know it's going to increase once I get to the next place that I'm going to for Target Branded. We coming out the pots, y'all. We coming out the flower pots. We coming out the the plant pots and we going into a new ground called the field and and we're going to create an agricultural, uh, an an agriculture of great brands in personal economic and uh, community development. Why? Because I know what we mean and because I know what we mean, I know the value. I know the value and what we hold. I know the power. Power and what we hold is not in the service that we provide. It's in the lives that are changed. It's in the fact that futures are changing. The future, we write history in design. That's my vision for Target Branded, to write history in design. Our mission is to provide all of these things so that we can promote uh, personal, economic, and community development. I know what we mean. Therefore, I'm not settling. I'm not settling. I know my value. So once again, value, pricing, and, and money. When it comes down to your company, make sure you know the value in which you preside, provide. Remember uh, remember the expertise, education, and also your education that is necessary to power your company. Think about the overhead. How much does it cost? No, you're not charging $40 for a flyer when you're using Adobe Photoshop or Illustrator. No, you're not about to charge $50 for a video on, on After Effects or Premiere Pro. If I got to pay subscription, no, I can't do your website audit for free when I got to use a software company that is charging me $250 a month only because I'm a small business. But as we grow, I got to get the enterprise rate. No, I cannot do a favor for you. No, I cannot price you, price myself according to your budget. But what you can do is save up to get to this budget. That's what I believe. Because I find the value in which I will not diminish your value. Uh, And I'm going to wrap this up in a few moments. 
But Taggart Branded, we're moving our company. We're moving Taggart Branded to a new place it's in the land. It's called the uh, Assembly Norfolk, right? And with Assembly Norfolk, Assembly Norfolk is a place that is going to allow Taggart Branded to grow into the, the company that it is. In episode two, I talked about the uh, harness or the, 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 the borders that allows my company to stay upright. Planting my company here at the Assembly is allowing us to have full control of our office space versus having to come out and use the dedicated spaces, I can control the office space to really maximize the digital branding factory model that we have to fully maximize the one-stop shop for branding and experiences to really maximize and grow what we see for the collective of, of Target Branded to really maximize a place or a space where creativity is going to thrive and birth the future of design and technology. Sorry. So what does that mean for you guys? Tiger Branded is doing a, uh, uh, a way that we are trying to get into this building is one, I know where I belong. Can I obtain it right now? No, no, I cannot. Will I obtain it though? Yes. I am not expecting the assembly to lower their rate because they are priced because they know their value. When I walked into that space, I recognized that value and I recognized I needed to be there. I recognized that that's a place for me in this time for my company. That means I got to do what I got to do, boo. I got to do what I have to do to really get that space. I have to make sure that my residual coming in and the overhead and my cost can afford this. I will not go there if I am unable to afford it. I will go there and I will make sure that I can afford it and not have to lose anything on my end, meaning that my clients have to change, my market has to change, my funding has to change, meaning everything has to change now. I grew up. You know, I grew up, Taggart Branded grew up. Therefore, I got to provide more value. I have to provide more value. I know what it was like being a seed and the root and emerging out of the ground. I knew it. That's why I want to provide you a level of knowledge from that place. Now that I am emerging, becoming this tree of a company, I want to share with you the process of getting to that point and the process is of getting to the next place. Don't be afraid of the new places that you're going to embark in as a seed, as a company. Don't be afraid of it. And don't be afraid to price your company according to the value that you feel it is worth. If you can justify your value, that's what all that matters. You just now have to focus on providing value so that others can believe it too. Remember from the very beginning, people want to have faith in you, your product, your service, and your story. Make sure you're not fluffing people out here in these streets. Make sure you're not giving people too much information. People don't care about the latest technology, innovation, and stuff that you got inside of your device. People want to know, how is it going to benefit me? What is the solution? How is my life going to change if I use your product? Is my skin going to get clearer? Is my skin going to get smoother? Is my face going to be a lot more, uh, uh, less zits or something? Is it, is it going to be, is it going to make sure, is it going to make my ring pop? Is it going to make my fingers glow? Is it going to enhance my life in some way? Is it going to be a solution? If you can, if you can communicate the value and the solution, trust me, you'll never have to worry about your client and you will never have to worry about your pricing. That's all I have, you guys, for this episode. I gotta go. It's been a wonderful time in episode three and to be talks as we discuss value pricing, uh, value with your faith, value with your pricing and so on and so forth. I can't wait for episodes four. Y'all stay tuned for more Tibby Talks. Peace out. Ah.